Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Podcasting. Podcasting from Sydney, Australia. This is the Prime Podcast. Independent, unfiltered, and uncensored. Beginning in three, two, one. Matty, how are you, man? Good, mate. Good. Well, thanks for joining me. Yeah, happy to be here. What's been happening? Plenty, mate. Just, uh, you know, keeping active, doing what I can, plenty of work, exercise, just the usual family stuff. We can't do much more at the moment, really, can we? No, but I mean, it, it gives you, you a you good time. You can make the most to, of it. Exactly right. Yeah, it gives you a bit of time to, to maybe focus on a few things that you've been putting off. Yeah, definitely, man. I, I've been trying to get that message across now for the last few weeks. I had a few of my live videos that you can make. It's a shit situation, but you can make the most of it. Focus on yourself. Uh, focus on a hobby or anything, really. Um, I notice a lot of people start running, start exercising, uh, which is positive. Um, so, but you do a lot of home workout stuff. Yeah, well, I've, uh, I haven't been to a gym for probably about six years now. Um, everything I do is, yeah, as you just said, at home or, or preferably outside. Just love being outside. Um, the fresh air and sun, I just find it so much more entertaining than the gym environment. And I mean, given what's going on right now, so many gyms are closed anyway. Um, so yeah, lucky for me, I didn't have to, you know, wasn't too much of a big deal. I was already, already doing those gym free stuff. Um, but I know obviously a lot of people uh, are kind of hit by the gym closures and things like that. So it's yeah, a tricky situation for a lot of people. Yeah. So you run programs as well. So people can sort of sign up and get, I know you post a lot of them on your Instagram and how to do the yep. exercise and whatnot. So a lot of it's body weight stuff. Is yeah. That right? Yeah, correct. A lot is body weight um, or very minimal equipment, you know, just a, a kettlebell or a dumbbell or a, or a pull-up bar. Um, but yeah, majority body weight. So it's, it's accessible to anybody. You don't need much man. Like that's when, what I realized last year when the lockdown started and mate, you couldn't get equipment anywhere. Like you said, we couldn't get weight plates. You couldn't get a dumbbell, couldn't get a trip, nothing. It was all gone, yeah. all sold out. So you get what you can from around the house, man. And I think I started like doing lunges with, ba um, with bags of potatoes. That's all I had yeah. when I first started. Um, and then eventually get more weights, but you don't need much man to get a good workout in. And what you notice is different types of strength. Like I've watched a few of your uh, exercises on your pay. I couldn't do it. What you do. The body weight stuff, I'm terrible. Like, give me some weights, yeah. I'll lift them. But body weight, man, I'm gone. Yeah, people, um, it's a strange uh, conception, I think. People, you know, think that body weight's going to be easier because obviously when you've got weights, you're shifting more weight. But uh, body weight's definitely not easy, especially when you take it into some more advanced movements. And as you said, yeah, you, you don't need much, if anything at all, to get in. I know you've been um, on the home workouts now for a year or two um and you're loving them as well so yeah you, you definitely don't need anything and at the the very you know basic stuff kettlebell or dumbbell as you said it is plenty as well yeah I man a lot of people are um i've seen over the years a few of my close mates have turned to home workouts too I mean, a lot of the boys just do it in their garage uh prior to this lockdown we'd all sort of go to each other's place and take turns and what house we work out at and I uh, mean, it's a better environment. Um, even at home, man, I, I get through my workout, minimal distractions. Um, you know, there's no there's no people standing in front of the mirror taking photos of themselves. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's 
you know, there's no egos there, man. You just get in, do your workout. And it's good to be outdoors, man. I feel a lot better working out in the backyard under the sun than what I do inside a gym. Oh, a hundred percent. And that's, um, that was actually the, the reason I got sick of the gym and, and decided to leave. One was because I just kind of hit a, hit a wall and wasn't seeing results in the gym. And two, you know, I, I think I made this decision summertime. I was in Melbourne at the time where I was living and the weather was great. Melbourne, surprisingly. Um, and yeah, I'm just like, what am I doing inside every day? You know, it's 25 degrees, not a cloud in the sky and I'm going inside. So I just gave it up. I'd go down to the beach, I'd train at the beach, I'd train in the backyard, I'd go to a local park. Um, you know, I was using whatever I had. I used to, I used to train every day for like a year at a kid's playground and just use the monkey bars to do pull-ups and things like that. So there's always something around that you can use to help you help you exercise. Yeah, and I find when I work out outdoors, especially when I go for runs and that around, I used to jump on the treadmill and do those sort of cardiovascular activities using the the standard equipment at the gyms. But man, I started going for runs and I used to, prior to living where I am now, I used to live sort of in a mountainy area, very fresh yeah. air. There wasn't much pollution around and I'd, man, I'd run up and jog into the mountains and man, you feel so much better. Like when you, yeah, when you, when you, it's the best, man. Like you can't, you can't replicate it with anything like the, the, the dopamine rush, like you feel good, positive. Um, and and yeah. I used to do it in the morning. There's some mornings yeah. I'd get out there and it was, um, mate, minus two, sometimes minus three, freezing. Yeah. I'd get out there, go yeah. for a run, man. And you'd think you'd be tired for the rest of the day, but you're not, you get back home and you're almost refreshed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Big, uh, big advocate for starting the day with, with some exercise for sure. Yeah. I mean, so, but about you run the business. So have you found that? in the last sort of 12 to 18 months with this, how's your business doing? Would you say more people are sort of choosing to look for alternatives to the gym or do you think people are just giving up on it and waiting for them to reopen? What's your take on that? Yeah, well, I, um, so I do online coaching and I have done online coaching for about five years now, but I also run a boot camp um, up here in Noosa, uh, which has obviously been impacted when, when there's lockdowns and things. Uh, that has to stop. Um, but my online business uh, has obviously picked up, you know, with gym closures, people were looking for alternatives, as you said. I mean, I think it's a bit, a bit split. I think definitely people were thrown off um, initially. Uh, maybe some still have. I've come across quite a few people who have since joined up and become clients because, you know, they just really struggled with the knowledge and the accountability to do it themselves. Other people have really thrived. Um, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a mixture. Obviously, there, there is a ton of people out there that, that are struggling, that the gym was kind of their, their release. And I totally understand that. I'm not knocking gyms at all. Whatever works, any exercise is good exercise. Um, but now that's, you know, they've got no control on it. So to stop it all together, obviously, I'm you know, me and you would both be encouraging people to, to get out, even if it's the run or a walk first thing in the morning. Um, but now with, with everything dragging on way too long with these lockdowns, um, you've got you've to get back into it, whatever it is. I, I wouldn't be waiting for the gym to, to reopen, put it that no. way. Yeah, no, definitely not. I think it's a bit of a, a snowball effect too. So you start with the lockdowns and then, you know, people struggle initially because they've lost a lot of their their freedoms they can't visit their friends or family so they're isolated which we all know like get down you feel like shit 
and then yeah. you have a little bit more freedoms taken. Maybe if you know, some people's outlets go to the shopping center or whatever it may be, and it's sort of mm. closed down. Well, in New South Wales anyway, it's closed down gradually. So bit by bit, you've had a bit of freedom taken, um, and it's really counterproductive to mental health because you know if you're losing all of those I mean, freedoms, physical health as well, yeah, well, well, mental phys- and yeah. physical. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, and physical health ties in a lot to mental health. Of course, yeah, and. To close the gyms, like granted, gyms aren't the most hygienic place on the planet. Yeah. Um, but like, there's got to be some sort of even, you know, if they were to put a, a cap on how many people are in at the same time, or you know, th- you know, forty-five minute to an hour blocks of people, get them out, yeah. clean it all up, hide, like sanitize it, bring the next lot of people in. There'd be a way to minimize. Well, I know. The risk. I know they're definitely doing that in Europe. Um, I mean depends where you are in Europe. Some countries are just back to normal, like nothing ever happened. Um, some are still having, I've got clients, multiple different countries all around the world, um, but using, you know, the States is open now, so I can't use that, but using Europe as an example, um, have a few clients in Italy. They have set time blocks that they have to book into. Um, and exactly what you just said happens. They've got that hour and a half or two hour block. They've got to book in. There's a break between the, the, the sessions, I guess you'd call it. Um, they do a clean, next lot comes through. So, I mean, that I think that's, you know, obviously it's not ideal, but it's better than just shutting it and putting a blanket ban. Like there needs to be middle ground um, given the mental health crisis that's going on in this country, which is, which is probably the number one real issue, I would say, going on. Yeah, I spoke about this in a podcast I did last week that I'd be confident in saying that the damage to mental health um, is greater than the damage that's been caused by the virus. I really believe that. Oh, I think there's no doubt about that. And you only have to look at the stats and the data to to back that up. You know, it's, I think it was Victoria, 340 teenagers a week admitting admitted to hospital emergency for self-harm. Um, you know, if they're admitted to emergency, it's obviously pretty serious. You've got minimum of a thousand suicides since March. Uh, so, that, I mean, those numbers right there, just how we bang, like we don't even need to, to talk about more data. They are, they are figures and facts of what is going on related to mental health, which was directly impacted by what is happening right now in this country. No doubt about it. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. But what's, um, what's more concerning is the is the stupidity of, of these politicians. Now, I watched a video of, of Dan Andrews. I don't know when it was from, but I only watched it last night. Um, there are don't go watch of... the sunset, mate. That's illegal. Oh, mate, I know. Yeah, that's right. Pro- yeah, too many problems. Yeah. Um, th- this video, mate, is, is, oh, the mental health is it, uh, definitely struggling. We, you know, we're really, really sorry. You know, if there was a way to, to fix it, we would. They just chuck money at mental health services. That's what they're doing. They're giving mm. additional funding to you know organisations like Lifeline and Salvation Army and all these, which is yeah, well, you, had 10, you had ten thousand calls to Kids Helpline um, last week, ten thousand calls. They've had to take on double the number of counsellors. So, you know, you hear stories of kids waiting four or five hours on hold. So it's obviously just chucking money at it is, is not the solution. No, then you imagine if you were those children that are really close to the edge. Um, and, you know, and thinking of doing, you know, something dramatic and they're put on hold for five hours. They need, yeah. they need assistance then and there. Cause you know what people don't, I work in mental health. And one thing I know very well is that people don't request mental health services. It's that initial jump 
to actually say, hey, listen, I'm not doing well. I need some help. That's yeah, not exactly. easy for a lot of people. No. So if you chuck a lot of money at the call centers and all these people to, to take on these calls and, and, respond, and responses, but at the end of the day, a lot of people aren't going to make those calls and they're not going to ask for help. And mm. instead of throwing money at it, as we discussed before, find alternatives, open the gyms up for an hour and a half, two hours a day in blocks for people to go mm. in and use it. That'll solve a lot of the problems. Mate, they got to start with opening the parks and stuff first, I reckon. Yeah, well, up there where you are, yeah, the, the parks. Down here, we're lucky that they haven't, um, I hope I don't jinx it, but they haven't um, closed them up yet. So, <laughs> Well, Victoria, Victoria is, yeah. So, I mean, even, even outdoor exercise parks <laughs> and stuff like that being closed is, I mean, come on. Yeah, mate, it's, it's, it's the virus doesn't spread outside. We know, we know that. There may be an odd case. I know in Australia there hasn't been a case um, transmitted outdoors. I can't speak on behalf of the rest of the world. I don't know. But even if there was, it would be extremely minimal. And to put yeah. a blanket rule over all outdoor activities and block off parks and and it's not... Especially given the, 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 the scientific proof of what fresh air, exercise, sunlight does for your mental, physical health. You know, that's overwhelming. Um, what all those those three factors do and those three factors are what has been taken away essentially yeah mate vitamin d if you, there's a lot of research on the benefits i'm sure you're aware of it yeah of, of vitamin d and um, i remember at the beginning of the pandemic last year i was listening to a podcast and um who was it dr Rhonda patrick was speaking yeah. about vitamin d and there's a few studies that were done initially with covid patients and you know the severity of their illness and yeah. they looked at vitamin D levels and it was like almost every patient from this study back then, I don't know whether it's still accurate, but this was back mm -hmm. then. A lot of like majority of those patients with severe illness were yeah. deficient in vitamin mm -hmm. D. Like it was above 90%. Yeah. Um, so vitamin D is extremely important to your immunity in general against not just this virus, but all viruses. Mm. Um, it's crucial. And when you're taking that away from people to get outside and mate, you walk outside now and I know people that have been fined for being at the end of their driveway without a mask on. Yeah. I'm being, yeah. I'm being serious. And, yeah. and we like, it, it's, that's the problem. There's no logic behind it. It doesn't spread outside rarely. And if you're by yourself, mate, who are you going to give, who are you going to get the virus from like, at the end of your yeah. driveway or the letterbox? Yeah. You, you're not, you're not going to get it, but they make you wear a mask. It's just a miserable experience, man. They're making it miserable to be outside. If you get pulled yeah, over. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of, yeah, you, t you make a good point there. It's just, you know, they talk about mental health and they hint at throwing money because nothing's been done. So we'll say hint at throwing money. But then they'll, um, you know, do things like that, which puts fear in people for, for simply just stepping outside and, and going outside. You've got the media with all their fear-mongering headlines about, you know, how disastrous things are. Like it's completely hypocritic and counterproductive to what they say is they need to they need to help so it's 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 laughable what that what the, what the people in charge in the media are doing it is and that that's evident like if they were to speak the, the, they're telling one side of the story and that side of the story uh, in my opinion is they want as many people to get vaccinated as possible so they're pushing that, that, hey, this virus is so deadly. Look at these people in hospital. Look how many people caught it yesterday. Give us oh. the real numbers. Tell us how many people that caught it yesterday were already. They've got to try and 
if they were to balance it out and if they were to be open and transparent, the level yeah. of anxiety would drop dramatically. Yeah. When people start realizing, hey, I'm a healthy 30-year-old male or female, um, yeah. I'm not going to end up in hospital and on ventilators from this thing. Mm. It's extremely unlikely that it happens. Um, so if they want to just be transparent with all the information, like you have to ask how many people, like you see the deaths every day, four, you know, four or five deaths, and as tragic as deaths are, these people are elderly, 80s, 90s, 70s you occasionally get one in the 50s or 60s rarely anything below that yeah um so it's evident who meanwhile meanwhile you've got hundreds each week that are committing suicide yeah in the prime of their life you know 20 30 year old of people with families and even children are being pushed to the edge because mate it's 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 drastic now for the children these days they spend a lot of time inside unfortunately um, mm. When I was a kid, mate, I'd get up in the morning. I'd spend thirty minutes inside, have breakfast, mate, and my dad would boom straight at the back. That was yeah. it. I was allowed back in. He, he'd quiz me. At, I want to go inside. What do you need to do? You go to the toilet. You're thirsty. You're hungry. Oh, I'm bo- oh, go back outside. So, yeah. um, and I'm grateful for that. And I yeah. try and I try and do the same thing uh, with, with my children now. But it's like a lot of the kids spend all their time indoors. That's so probably not impact. If this was back when I'm sure even when you were a child. It'd be even worse for children mm. and teenagers who spent most of their time outside, most of the time spending kicking the footy around in the backyard with their brothers or friends or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, mate, they've got to do something to bring the level of anxiety down because it doesn't, the level of, the situation we're in doesn't justify the level of anxiety and fear that's in the community. Yeah, correct. So, and, and mate, if people start doing the right thing, eating the right things, exercising and looking after their health supplementation yeah, I, haven't, um, I could be wrong but i'm pretty confident i'm right i haven't heard one person of one rule maker let's call them come up and say what we should be doing to help us with our health we should be going outside to get exercise we should be eating the right foods uh you know what Give us, give us something for those that gen, like lack knowledge in that area because, it, you know, it is we get bombarded with fast food and, and junk food on TV. That's what everyone's seeing. Um, and no one's up there talking about what can help your physical and mental health through things that within your control. And that is, like, if we're allowed to go out and exercise, which parts of Australia, you've got a time cap on that and stuff, Great, but talk about how you should use that time to get out and exercise. Talk about what foods are beneficial to help you feel better um, physically and mentally. There's been zero for two years, zero talk of that. Yeah. Mate, yeah look, to be honest, I think I've heard maybe once or twice them sort of briefly touch on it, but no, not in detail. And you think that that should be a very regular thing. There should be messages on the TV like you get from the government. Oh, just so you know, COVID, get your vaccine. They should do a similar thing with, hey, listen, remember to do this, 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 this to protect yourself um, and, and protect your family, you know, and but they're not doing any of that. It's all, as you said, fast food. Mate, mm. the fact that bottle shops are open, like how can you justify that? That I can't go out and buy a push bike or some exercise equipment if I wanted to. Unless I, unless I do a click and collect, yeah. yet you'll walk straight into a bottle shop. Like, yeah. it's just, it's not in, what they're doing isn't in the interest of our health. It's not. 
It, it certainly seems that way, yeah. They're too reliant on, on you know, instead of preventative measures, and there's, I'm not going to get into that because there's many, and this will probably get canned if I mention a few names of medications that have been proven to be effective um, at early treatment, but preventative things, vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, exercise, eating the right foods, all these things are preventative. So, and it might, I don't, I don't get the flu. I don't think I've ever, I think I've had it once in my life. I don't get sick. Um, and one thing I am consistent with, I have times of up and down where my diet might not be the best, but I'm always consistent with my supplementation yeah. in my exercise. That's one thing that's never changed. And mate, I, I can be around sick people. Other people get sick. I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm fine. So you can't deny the benefits in, in eating the right things and making sure you, you take the right supplements if you need to, uh, to protect yourself and, and to boost your immune system. Yeah, exactly. But it's, um, it's just a shame that's sort of been neglected. It is. Yeah. Mate, I, I, yeah. I, hopefully something changes very soon because it can't go on much longer. Really, it can't. No, I mean, you know, you're, uh, you're pretty active in the community. I, I, see heap of people daily I'm, I'm active in my community obviously with fitness and, and mental health um and everyone's on the same page i think so the community testament um is exactly that and i think uh you know the majority of people need to start being listened to now yeah i think slowly and slowly like I've, I've noticed that there's a bit of a change in the last especially in the last sort of four to six weeks there's a change in the way people a lot of people before who were supportive of the government's decisions and believe what they're being told a lot of them now are starting to go hold on a second you know what you're saying contradicts what you said three weeks ago and you know vice versa so i think people are slowly starting to to wake up to it um, and if enough people speak up about it and and this is obviously not to encourage um, or incite anything, but if enough people get involved and get active in their communities in terms of speaking about mental health, speaking about the importance of exercise and nutrition, yeah, yeah exactly. positive changes. Exactly right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just about people coming up and, and talking about the good things, what you just said, the good things of what you can do. Um, and that is, you know, everything that we've touched on with exercise and fresh air and, um, you know, good food. So all those things are within everyone's individual controls and that's what people should really be hearing and really being focusing on. Yeah. And it's important to let people know that I think we should all realise that if we all were to jump on our roofs and scream out and, and yell at the government for what's going on and demand changes, listen, it's not going to happen. Mm. It, it's simple. It's sad to say, but it's not going to happen. They will change these things when, when they want to change it. Yeah. So instead of doing that and, and wasting that, that energy and time that people are putting into that, change it up a little bit because you're not going to help anybody by doing that. If we're, if we're being honest, it's not going to do anything. Yeah. So get yeah. out there and, and spend that time focusing on just messaging a mate of yours or send them some facts about, you know, getting out there, encourage them, motivate them to start exercising, yeah, um, a, whatever it may be. Yeah. Spend that, spend that time on, on bettering yourself, checking in with friends and family um, and, and making a positive change within your, your group of people because that's got an on-flow effect as well, you know. Um, you're telling, you tell 20 mates, well, they're going to go tell 
tell their friends as well. And then, it, you know, everyone's kind of on the same page in terms of, you know, now, now's the time that we can really focus on, on us and our community in terms of doing what we know is right. And that's looking after the, the health um, through exercise and, and nutrition and, and all of those things that are in our control. Yeah, well, that's right. And uh, the first podcast I did with uh, my buddy Jackson Tippett, we spoke about a similar thing that you have to Jack. try and, you know, Jack's good guy. Yeah, yeah. He's I've a had, very I've good had guy. a chat with him on his podcast as well. He's a great fella. Mate, he is. He's a genuinely good, kind-hearted individual, which, let's be honest, is getting rarer and rarer at the moment. Yeah. So, mate, he, he's willing to spend time and, and, and talk to people and help people. And one of the things that we we discussed was that, you know, turn this into something positive. Be proactive. Um, yeah. you, can, you can sit at home all day in the corner watching the TV and, and listening to the bullshit that goes on on them TV channel. Or you can do something. Get up, as you said, exercise, start doing something positive. Turn it. Yeah, learn, learn a new positive. skill. You know, learn a new skill. Learn, read some books. Do something that you've been putting off that you couldn't when you, when you had a much busier life, I guess. I mean, it's... It's easy to say, I get that. I don't mean to take it away because I know there's parents that families that are actually busier now because they're they're trying to work from home at the same time that they're trying to look after their kids at the same time that they're trying to homeschool their kids. Um, mm. So I do want to sympathise. I don't even know how people do that. Um, you know, have a couple of kids and, and both parents working and they're in the house at the same time. So that is hats off to them. Um, absolutely yeah that's uh that's probably the hardest hardest thing going around but then that just comes back to you know how are those people coping like that the stress that families are under um having to be a parent having to be a a teacher um a provider everything all in one is i can't, I can't imagine to be honest so mate uh, homeschooling is one of the the toughest things i've ever done Oh, now, okay. mate, yeah, I I've, been, I've been through a lot of shit, but let me tell you now, one yeah. one session of homeschooling is fucking brutal. Yeah. Well, my uh, my son's four, so he's not at he's not at school yet. Um, so I'm I'm just hoping that uh, this madness ends before he starts school next year. That's for sure. I don't, I don't know how school teachers do it day after yeah. day. I don't know how yeah. they do it. Yeah, they're, it's, it's they're a good bunch. Mate. Oh, mate, they are. But yeah, look, not everyone has the luxury of having a lot of free time. And, um, of course, yeah. But look, even if it's a small change, man, like even instead of watching, you know, some reality show or whatever people watch at night, like fucking Married at First Sight or whatever's on at the moment, yeah. instead of that, read a book, learn, exactly. watch, watch. But I've got into documentaries well, get, get in the last few weeks. Together. Get all your family together at night and, and um, you know, bring them into something, play some play some board games, all read a book together, you know, interesting history, things things like that. I know with my son, um, he's uh, got Swedish in him from his mother and we try and teach him a bit about Sweden and, and you know, the, the history and the culture behind all that, which, you know, as a, as a four-year-old boy finds Vikings pretty cool. Um, little Viking, mate. Yeah, so it's stuff like that, you know, that you can, you can do. Um, which is educational at the same time. Yeah, well, that's right. I, I think if you were to have, look, I said, I, mate, I, I've started really getting to documentaries the last few weeks. I watch yeah. one every night. Um, and man, some of the shit is incredible. Yeah. Like that one I watched last night, or the other night, that fantastic, uh, was it Fungi that I posted, I watched. Uh, mate, have you seen that? 
No, a few people told me about to watch that though. Oh man, it's unbelievable. I'll get on it. Mate, it's terrific. I've actually got a guy next week coming on who's involved in, in mushrooms, not psychedelic, but in terms of the, the health benefit, health benefit lines, yeah, well, I've, been taking, like um, I've been taking mushroom extracts for a couple of years now. There's, um, they'll get a little plug out of this, a life cycle from Byron Bay, um, an Aussie company that's kind of worldwide now. I, I started with them, I think, when they were first starting up and it's mushroom extracts. So just little drops that you can straighten your mouth or in your coffee or water or whatever. Um, and the benefits I felt from that stuff is is unbelievable, mate. You know what? I was on their website last night. <laughs> I, I was just I, I was working out because they got a different. They got lines main. They've got there's a few of them there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know them all. And I know at the moment if you if you um get the the kit, they throw you in a pair of socks. These oh, yeah? socks it was pretty cool. But I was, I was looking at it last night. But I was just trying to get an understanding of them to work out sort of which ones I'd benefit from and whatnot. But, you know, I'll be definitely getting something from those guys. Mate, the oh, reviews on up, mate, I, can, um, I can recommend you some ones that I've really felt um, the difference in as well. So, yeah. yeah definitely. I, mate, yeah. I think, you know, if we can just do things like that, man, get a bit of research and learn something and try some new things. And if you would have told me a year ago that I'd be interested in, in taking mushroom extra, I'd fucking I'd laugh at you. I'd be like, no way. When you learn a little bit more and you try, it can make a huge change in your life. Yeah, for sure. So, mate, I'll, I'll jump into a sort of a personal topic for you now, which we discussed um, off camera before. Um, so you had, had cancer when you were a young bloke, 21, you said, 2021? Yeah, 21, 22 in that period, right near my birthday. Okay, mate, and so you've obviously overcome that and... and you push through it, so mate. Tell us a little bit about a little bit about that. How was that? Yeah, I had. Um, I was diagnosed with testicular cancer at 21, um, which is you know not a word that anyone wants to hear. The, the C word, the cancer word. Mm-hmm. Um, at any age, obviously, uh, being a bit younger was was probably harder. Um, you know, it's. I don't want to say better, but it's it's one of the most curable of cancers um so i mean that always helps as well but uh yeah i did like i did the operation i did the chemotherapy um and all that jazz uh but yeah really made me stronger um physically and mentally it gave me a good change maybe not initially um it stopped my aspirations of of wanting to play a professional sport, which I was traveling for, for a while and things like that. But, um, you know, when I look back on it now, I'm pretty grateful that it happened to be honest. So it's, it's, it's helped me kickstarted the desire to help me help other people, um, not just physically, but mentally. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think only good things have, have come out of it really. It would have been very tough because it's probably the last thing you expect. Like when we're young, all of us are the same. We think we're invincible and that oh, we don't get sick. We don't get this. These are sort of uh, diseases that you would expect sort of 50, 60 onwards. So yeah. it must have sort of caught you, definitely caught you by surprise. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was telling you, yeah, off, off camera that it was, uh, what, it was the second most common cancer behind skin cancer in, in young males, 16 to 30 odd, I believe it is. Um, I haven't 
checked that up again recently, but that was definitely the case uh, a few years ago, last time I had a look at that, yeah. So, I mean, in saying that, it's, it's you know, it's worth as specifically with this one, it's worth males, you know, being health conscious physically as well and, and, and going to their doctor if they do think anything is up, is wrong or abnormal. Yeah, man, a lot of people don't like going to the doctors, myself included, I hate it. Yeah, I, walk in, I walk into a doctor's room and I get on the blood pressure machine and it fucking nearly blows it up. <laughs> I, I, I hate being in there, man, but you have to. Like, I know uh, my father had prostate cancer a few years back now, and that was really yeah. tough. Uh, yeah. But again, prostate cancers, um, you can, if you get it early, it's very treatable. And, and yeah, that was in his case. Um, he's very fortunate. I think we're all fortunate that, that he's still around today. And um, it sort of opened our eyes up because we, we found out it's hereditary and his specialist was yeah. saying there's a very good chance you boys will get it. And so we keep yeah, right. on that. Um, we, you know, every time I get a blood test, I get my PSA level checked to make sure that it's sort of not out of control and sort of wacky. Um, so mate, sometimes you do need to go through things and or have people around you that go through some tough times and you can, as I said, especially in your case, you've sort of taken it on and, and, and come out the other side of it, probably a better, a better man. Uh, you probably look at things a bit differently. Uh, sure, mate, that's, yeah. mate, that's the main thing. But, but mate, yeah. I, I sympathize for it wouldn't have been easy um, at yeah. that age going through that. But yeah, man, it's um, these things, whether or not that could have been prevented in your case. But um, again, man, a lot of diseases that we have and that, you know, especially as we get a little bit older, uh, can be prevented by making better decisions when you're younger. Yeah, for sure. And mate, I said, look, you just even change of diet, just not, but you have to be full on with it, like uh, going 110%, but just make simple changes. Yeah. Like one of the yeah. worst things that you can have is sugar. That's yeah. fucking terrible. Go and get that out, take it out of your coffee, gradually decrease yeah. two to yeah. one and then none. Small changes can have an impact in 20 years. Of course. Yeah. But a lot of people like sort of the instant um, feeling or, with everything in life, you like getting that instant rush that you've done something and you feel good immediately, but it's not the case with no. these things. It takes time, and but you will be thankful for it years down the yeah. track. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. I think when you when you say the word diet or nutrition, you get people think uh, you know they freak out and they instantly freeze up and think they've got to you know eat their steamed broccoli and 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 oven baked chicken breasts and, and things like that, um, yeah. which I know I did as a young dude as well when I was into the gym, but. It's not about that. It's exactly what you just said. It's just being a little bit more wary of, of what's actually in your food, um, be that sugars or, you know, harmful fats or, I mean, too much of anything's not good, right? So it's just um, everything in moderation. Do you really need that KFC? Uh, you know. No, that's, mate, that's hard for me, mate, a good zinger. <laughs> I, I struggle. I <laughs> I actually had my first KFC like last month in in probably five years or something like that. Well, so. I bet it was good, but no, it was good. <laughs> it was very and good. Like I'm not. I never tell people they can't eat anything. I'm I'm a big advocate for eating whatever you want within moderation, you know, and just making slightly healthier decisions. Whether that's to cut back on putting your mayonnaise on your food, you know, um, just little things over time, as exactly what you said, add up to big things. And that goes with, that goes with all things in life, you know, exercise, start with 10, 15 minutes a day. If it, if it 
it's not your thing and then and then build up yeah it's it's the people tend to sort of um to sort of put a blanket over things like okay chocolate's bad for you uh, lollies yeah. are bad for you but chocolate dark chocolate is very beneficial it's good for you it's not bad yeah. for you providing you get yeah. the right type it's, it's a lot more beneficial than than a harmful um and just be mindful of what like because these these companies that make these foods especially the pre-packed frozen meals they're fucking terrible for you they got yeah. so they, they've got so much salt in it yeah um it's not good and, and if you can just try and eat as i think as close to natural as possible yeah um and that all comes down to um laziness i think you know because exactly what you said um, pre-ready meals, frozen meals, shorts, you know, you take it out of the packet and jam it in the microwave and it's ready in two minutes. Or you can spend 10 minutes, 15 minutes, replicating that meal out of fresh ingredients and, and stuff like that will go a long way to benefiting your health. Yeah, absolutely. So mate, what about yourself? So what do you got in the pipeline? Anything exciting coming up for the back end of the year? Uh, just, just work, mate. Just, um, you know, keep, uh, keep helping everyone. I'd like to think through, through my content, um, you know, cause that's, that's what it's about. I, I put it out. So, um, and this is the, this is the free content as well. So I'm not trying to drum up business, but the stuff I post on my Instagram and my YouTube channel, um, can change life and that doesn't cost anything i'm just very confident that i know what it does i get messages from people you know i've been following you for six months and i do your workouts every day and i've i've lost 30 kilos and i'm not on blood pressure med meds anymore and you know that they haven't they haven't bought a program um and i love that that's fine um so yeah just keep doing what i'm doing in that reaching people around the world helping them because that's the type of messages that i love to hear um and then doing what I can within my control, mate. So just playing with a little guy, getting him outside, spending time with family, friends, whatever we can do that uh, that makes us happy. Yeah, you're involved in, in mental health, I notice as well. You do a lot of mental health um, advocacy work and different things. Do you incorporate that into your pages or, or what do you do with that? Yeah, well, uh, with the within the community, the boot camp that I run, um there's an element of that with some people online as well with my coaching um it's it's like the whole it's the whole package it's uh mindset which is obviously ties into mental health it's nutrition and um and exercise as well obviously um yeah and then just more more and more recently i've uh really tried to highlight what's going on in this country with um, mental health, you know, just as these figures are coming up and, and simple freedoms such as playgrounds and parks and things getting closed and taken away from parents and families and, and people who are at their wits end. Um, you know, I've had a lot of people reach out to me who are really struggling and, and heartbreaking stories about, you know, finding notes in diaries of their eight-year-old child talking about not wanting to live anymore because they can't go to school um so that's really prompted me to to speak up um for for kids for people that don't have a voice um i guess and, and to use 
whatever platform I have to, to try and highlight, you know, as I said at the very start, in my opinion, that the most serious illness in this country right now. Yeah, mate, you're absolutely right. It's, it's, it's as we said earlier, mate, it's causing a lot more damage than what this virus is causing. And they need, there needs to be some changes. Now, I don't think we're all asking for, it'd be great, but we're not all asking for to sort of strip everything back and go back to how we were three years ago, but just some important changes that will make world a difference. Uh, reopening parks in certain places where they're closed, um, mm. gyms, things like that, um, getting more um, community uh, access. Because I know at the moment as well, another problem is that these um, organisations who may have done home visits before mm. um, and were more involved in the person. So if someone was to call up, for example, a mental health service, they may do regular check-ins with them face-to-face uh, -face once or twice a week. That can't happen yeah. at the moment. Yeah. So, yeah it's, the, it's the isolation too, mate. You know, humans uh, are meant to be around people. Um, and just the, the isolation, if you're, if you're living at home and you're by yourself, you're a single. I know, I know New South Wales has a singles bubble. Is that correct? I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. Don't it's, really um, know that. Within five, within five kilometers, so you want to hope that your yeah, okay. uh, other half lives within five k's. So, mate, again, yeah. So I just mean like that's probably rarely possible, to be honest. You know, a lot, a lot five k's is, is not much, and to to not be, you know, I've, I've spoken to people actually just yesterday, um, a single mum, three kids, uh, can't even have her mum come over. This is in Melbourne. Can't even have her mum come over to help her with the kids as she's trying to work and homeschool three kids. I mean, but it's it's insanity and the damage that that is causing. Again, far outweighs anything going on in this country right now. Yeah, you know, I was reading this morning as well that um, your premier up there, um, Anastasia Palaszczuk, she had so she let the. The, the families of footballers go enter the state yeah. even though, even though they, they canned the hotel quarantine system. So apparently no one was supposed to enter the state. She let the football. Well, okay, yeah. I've got, I've got good friends of mine uh, in Victoria from Melbourne who are relocating up to where I am. Actually, they had their boxes. Everything was packed. The trucks taken their things. They only had, you know, what was in their, their carry on bag. Um, that ended their lease in Melbourne. They've got a lease up here. Uh, they were meant to leave. Let's just use Monday as an example. On Sunday, she said, nah, we're closing it. Um, no one can come in. There's no more rooms in the hotels. Uh, and they're essentially homeless while they're paying a mortgage up here, um, while they're paying rent, sorry, not a mortgage up here. Um, they've got two kids. They're both working full time. They're both trying to, to homeschool as well and they've got nowhere to live and technically they're Queensland citizens now and, and they can't come in but a plane full of relatives from sports stars um, and international cricket team I believe as well uh, gets let in which is is just insanity. She actually um, there was a lady that I posted it this morning. A lady from went to a, her mother or someone's funeral down in Victoria. Queensland resident lived in Queensland. Went down to Victoria. Pardon? I saw that this morning too, actually. Yeah, they won't let her back yeah. to go home. She can't go home. 
Yeah. But I think they've backflipped on that now. I heard they she's backflipped on that on that okay. decision. There's just so many, there's just so many stories of of stuff like that. People crossing the border, um, New South Wales Queensland border to drop off a relative if they live pretty close to a border town. Um, spent the night with the relative, uh, tried to cross back the next morning into Queensland. Nah, all their works in Queensland, their homes in Queensland not allowed back in. It completely discredits what they say. It's when they say we act on the best available health advice. Are they getting advice from two different people where one is saying, yeah, you let the footballers' wives in, but you know, the other one's going, no, you can't let anyone in. How's it? If they're getting their health, obviously she's not a doctor. She's yeah. getting her advice from somewhere, but the advice mm. isn't consistent with the message that, you know, it, we're in. Yeah, I think that's the problem too. And that's where the community disdain I will say is really starting to grow louder because sure, like no problem. Of course those players miss their family and that's what I'm talking about. So it's not like, nah, they shouldn't be allowed in. Of course they should, family should be with family, but yeah. in every aspect, every aspect, don't just do it for, for the NRL or the AFL or the cricket team. Cause they're, cause they're generating tens of millions of bucks. Like do it for the average, average Joe that, still loves his wife and kids as much as they do. Um, it's just a fucking joke, to be honest. But it is, and I don't uh, use... I, I don't... I think we've got all got issues with all our, our premiers down here, but from day dot, I don't use this word lightly, and people don't like this word, but there's no other way to describe her. Your premier up there, Palaszczuk, she's a cunt. I, I can't I can't say that. Um, there's no other word for, for her. And if that's been from the beginning, going over to Tokyo going to the Olympics to bid for Queensland to host the Olympic Games. Who gives a fuck? Like, yeah, I'm sure that could have been done on Zoom too, to be honest. That, that's what I mean. There's no consistency. It's one rule for them, a, a different rule for everybody else. Yeah. And, you know, it's people are starting to get the shits. And yeah. rightfully so. Yeah. But it's, and, it's, it's and, heartbreaking. And that's, and that's the, yeah, that, it's the heartbreaking, but it's also the problem because it's, it's uh, you want to trust in in the government you know you elect them to serve for your best interests to speak for you and everyone i've spoken to over more recent times let's say the past six months is direct contradiction to what these people these politicians and the rule makers are saying so i'm not sure who they're speaking to but i haven't met one person um, that they're speaking for put it that way no, and I think we just, what well, the people just want an honest, uh, I know it's the two words that even sound good together, an honest politician. But, yeah. mate, there, there's some out there that do have good intentions. Like I had Malcolm Roberts on here. Good guy. Really good guy. Yeah. There's, um, there's definitely a few that are speaking up for what's right, I believe. Craig Kelly went in Parliament and just slaughtered the New South Wales government the other day, um, which yeah. was great to see. And you know what? You may not agree with all of their policies and all their stances, but I think overall they have the right intentions when it comes to. Well, that, that's exactly right. I was um I was speaking to my wife the other day, and and whatever party affiliation, I mean, at the end of the day, the people in charge right now, in my opinion, are purely doing it for politics because otherwise it makes no other sense because they're definitely not doing it for the health because the figures of self harm speak for themselves. Um, so these politicians that, you know, a few that you've just mentioned who are speaking up, regardless of what party they're affiliated with, they're speaking up on behalf of, 
of the people really struggling. Their policies, all the other policies are being forgotten. They're focusing on the mental health and the freedoms that every Australian deserves living in what is known as a democratic country. So yeah, I think if people people are like, oh, that guy is a fucking idiot. He was he's affiliated with this. Or, yeah, whatever. But right now, he's he's fighting for for what's real, and that's your health and your kids' health and your family's health. You know. So I think that the political affiliation needs to be put aside and and needs to have more focus on the message. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think there's definitely a, a few of them that are doing what's in our best interest and that's not what's been happening at, at state and federal levels um for 18 months i think yeah. at first at first with that when it first started to sort of up until the end of last year we all sort of went along with it because we didn't know like no one really knew much about it the extent of what it's doing and we didn't know it was a brand new thing but i think now people are waking up to it and even the politicians the, the, the ones that are now opposing what's happening from the government are saying listen Craig Kelly's Malcolm Roberts they've said the same thing we went along with what they wanted last year and what they suggested because we no one knew what was going to happen it was all unknown but now we can see we have been living with it for 18 months we can look at overseas for their statistics and see what's happening over there and what's happening here at the moment is not it doesn't make sense yeah. It, it, there's no logic behind it uh, in my opinion yeah. um, but it needs to end very very soon but man keep doing what you're doing anyway keep getting the message out there and the important messages of, of health fitness and anyone can do what you do man it's at home yeah. I've looked at your videos um, well I, I'll, I can try and do it whether I'll be successful in anyone, anyone, can, do it, anyone yes. can do it I might get one or two reps out but um, <laughs> mate that's, that's important so mate keep doing what you're doing Keep spreading that, that message. Um, and, mate, we'll definitely chat again soon, hopefully in better circumstances. Yeah, that'd be great. But it's, it's been a pleasure talking to you, man. All the best. You too, mate. Cheers. All right, take care, mate. Bye. Bye.